Back coming to you live from the Summerton community, Kylo of Summerton, Philadelphia. We are continuing with Derek Hashem. We're up to a new section in the old Perik. We are turning a corner over here. We went through three different levels of Kavana in the first six words. Now we're ready to move on to the next six words. And that's Baruch Shem Kavoid Machusoy Lo'olam Vo'ed, which we say. Right after we say Shema Yisrael Hashem Echad, not right away. We stop, try to have all the kavanas, but then we move on. So we're we're moving on as well as the Ramchal moves us on to the next part of Shema, and we continue here on beautiful, sleety Thursday morning over here, as Shabbos Kodesh yet approaches. Let's jump right into this. To this great marvelous tikkun perfection that we bring down to the world through Shema with all those levels of Kavana as described and, and summarized yesterday they, they, it is conjoined with another Tikkun another Tikkun comes to complement this Tikkun Vu so what he's saying already the first line over there is we're going to see that Shema and Baruch Shem kind of work hand in hand they dovetail each one supplements the other each one complements the other and we're going to see how that's contained in the praise that we say immediately after Shema Blessed is the name of the glory of his kingship forevermore. Forever and ever. So what are we saying with that? What exactly are we saying? We've already explained that when Hashem gives, He gives through different channels. He gives through different methods. And He gives through different circumstances and th- different events. Hashem gives to the Bria. Hashem governs and maintains the Bria. But sometimes He, he gives in a very clear, immediate way. I won the lottery. And sometimes He gives through a whole series of events and sequence of events that look terrible, look awful. Only at the end I see, oh, I, now I understand what it was all about. That's what the Rabbi Chal is saying. Hashem gives in lots of different ways and in lots of different um, sequences. But regardless of the specifics, the scenario, the sequence, the situation, it's always coming directly, immediately, and, and it's entirely dependent on Hashem's, Hashem's plan and Hashem's oneness. All of creation down here is directed and guided by the outcomes of all the events that are ultimately being guided by Hashem towards that plan of giving, even though it may not look at like that at all on the surface. And the end result, the tachlis, the objective, is that everything will ultimately arrive at that finish line, which is the goal, the Ratzon HaBoyri Yisbarach. Okay? So this is, there's a brief... Um, um, encapsulation of ideas that we've had previously, and this is understanding the the correct take on what seems to be chaotic, what seems to be unstructured and loose, and, and we would say vild, wild events going on down here, all of them are leading towards Hashem's plan. All of them are building towards Hashem's direction for the Bria, which is all 
Tov, which is all ultimately for the benefit of us and the, the, the world, the universe, and all of humanity. So that's always what's going on, even though very often it doesn't seem that way on the surface. Very often, Hashem has decreed and decided, based on His infinite wisdom and what He knows is right and correct for the world, that Shlemus, perfection, harmony, completion, will only arrive towards person X, country Y, and 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 era historical era Z after a lot of sequences and events and circumstances. That's how Hashem decided. It requires a, a whole setup to get to what this, where this person needs to be, or where this nation needs to be. V'inei. V'yoyiz ha'pu'ula v'ashlita le'yichud nitla ha'kolboi. All activity, as we said, all power, all authority is... Unified in the oneness of Hashem, it all depends on Hashem. All of it, all the chaos that seems to be chaotic, all the activity that seems to be loose and filled and and and, and you know, it's bursting. The seems this world is bursting. The seems again, it's all unified under one direction, one guidance, and one plan. In Shema. We are attributing everything to Hashem. We are being miyachet everything to Hashem. We are doing yichra b'yirei in Shema. The first and foremost kavana of Shema, as we said, and we summarized yesterday, and we saw earlier in this parak, is to say that everything is Hashem. All power is Hashem. All existence is Hashem. All reality is Hashem. Nimtu kol hashpais nitlois bezeh comes out that again we've attributed and ascribed everything, all. Movement in all direction, all, all that's that's coming our way has been brought back to Hashem, into Hashem's unity and to the oneness of Hashem. Contained in that yichud is that well, if everything is coming from Hashem, because everything really is Hashem, it's obviously all about everything coming back to that. Remember, yichud was about mitzvahs. All existence is one is Hashem. All power is one in Hashem, and all direction. The Hanhago. Hashem is a boyre umanhig. Hashem is a director. Every, by saying that statement of, of Shema Yisrael Hashem Elkin Hashem Echad, we're essentially saying that all that we see, all that we perceive, all the crazy, the craziest craziness that we see and the crazy people in the world, it's all part of Hashem's plan. It's all part of Hashem's ichud and oneness and unity. Vine. So, so when we say Shema Yisrael Shemakachad, again we're briefly flitting backwards. But part of what we have in mind, we're saying Echad is the worst, worst possible news that we heard today, yesterday, last week. No, this Hashem is all part of your plan, and we're good, we're safe, we're tranquil, we're serene, because the craziest this world gets. Rachman Lassan, someone says Shema in the camps, in the ghetto. No, no, Hashem, this is all you. This is all part of your plan. There's serenity. There's tranquility. When I really can have that in mind, I muster all that kavanu. I say shema. That as as terrible as this world seems to get, and as bad as the worst, most possible, horrible, awful, horrendous news can 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 horrify me. No, it's all you, Hashem. And nothing is not you, and nothing can break out of your plan. It's all part of your plan. That creates dvekas, that engenders 
a, 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 a extremely close, the closest possible type of bond between me and Hashem, because I really I realize there's nothing else in between. There's no mechitzas. There's no other powers. There's no other authorities. There's no threats. There's there's, there's nothing to fear. And it would be incorrect even to say there's nothing to fear, but fear itself, there's nothing to fear, even fear itself, including fear itself. There's nothing to fear, including fear itself, because even fear itself is part of Hashem's oneness. Everybody got that? So this is even a Tiferazah. There's nothing to fear, including fear itself. That creates dveikos. There's nothing else in the way now. There's nothing between me and Hashem. There's only Hashem's power, and that draws me as close as possible to Hashem. There's nothing else for me to be drawn towards. I'm completely dependent on Hashem because there's nothing else to be dependent on because I made everything Hashem. Amazing. And that brings me much closer to my perfection because there's nothing getting in between me and my perfection. The only thing that would get in between me and my perfection is when I perceive something that's not the Rebbe Shalalim. And when I say, there is nothing besides Rebbe Shalalim, so I'm as close as humanly possible. And I have that kavan in mind, I perceive that, and the whole world will see that in actuality, that will be actualized when the world comes full circle, has run its full course in Mashiach Tzaitin B'meir V'yameinu. That's when it will, we will arrive at the clarity that I can have temporarily, mental clarity, the whole world will arrive there. Being that this is the case, hey, hey, being that this is the case, that, that the whole world will eventually arrive there. But in the meantime, I can have that in mind. I can imagine, visualize, and have kavana on where the world will eventually arrive at on its own, which is that everything is Hashem, and there's nothing but Hashem. Hashem's will and desire for this world has been fulfilled, and His glory has been... Has, has been um, um, uplifted. What does it mean? Hashem's glory has been uplifted and 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 uh, raised. When when is Hashem's glory, so to speak, diminished? When there's competing forces, when there's competition, there's competition to God. So Hashem's glory is diminished because maybe I should go this way or that way, or the other way. Now I have someone else I can follow, another force I can pledge my allegiance to. That diminishes the glory of God. That steps, so to speak, as it were, on God's toes, because I can run off after all kinds of other. Um, authorities. But when the only authority is Hashem's, and there's nowhere else to go but Hashem, that raises the glory of Hashem. There's no, there's no competition, by definition. Um, not that I looked at all the competition. I said, you know what, Hashem, you make the most sense from all, the, you know, all, the, all your competitors. No, that's also a diminishment of Hashem's glory. The highest form of raising Hashem's glory is when, when I say, Hashem, look Hashem echad. There are no other options. There are no other choices. This is the crown that Hashem has crowned of, of, of everything else by His creations when His creations proclaim that... We crown Hashem with the highest crown of splendor and glory by saying um, that there is no there's nothing else besides God. And as it were, Hashem again, His glory is raised by us recognizing this. Okay, so, so, so far we didn't say anything about Baruch Shem Kavod Machus So far, we are revisiting Shema, and we're reappreciating what we're doing when we're saying Shema, and we're having Yichud we're unifying God, and what that means to unify God, there's no competition, 
and a person is at peace, he's serene, and there's, there's nothing to fear, including fear itself, and that, that conceptually we are bringing the world closer to where it's going to get actually, and we're doing this in, on a level of uh, conceptual level. What does it have to do with Baruch Shem? So we're getting there. Right now, currently, that perfection that we can have in mind when we say Shema is not perceived in the world. You look around the world, you see anything but perfection. You see anything but harmony. You see anything but godliness. You see craziness. Craziness on all levels. Craziness on an economical level. Craziness in terms of, uh, of, of um, the world. Belligerence. Craziness in terms of the health, state of health of the world. And all other things that are going on. So we see anything but perfection. We see anything, anything but godliness. We see the very opposite. And, but remember, behind the scenes, under the surface, it's all leading towards that ultimate revelation. But we do see anything but. Only in Ruchnim, only in the upper levels of Ruchnius, where, where the higher levels of angels are, that's really the only place where God's perfection can currently be seen in an actual way, and we don't see that. The higher levels of malach and the malachim that are pure and cannot be contaminated, those are, the, those are the aspects of the universe right now where you see Hashem's actualized perfection and harmony, but certainly not down here. The malachim follow suit, follow Hashem loyally, constantly round the clock. At least by the Malachim, Hashem's honor, Hashem's glory is raised, is pronounced and actualized because the Malachim are able to proclaim with sincerity, The Malachim clearly see that it's not only about Hashem is the best way to go, but that there isn't, from all the competition, but there isn't any competition. So that which Hashem's name will be actualized in a very real, tangible way when Mashiach comes down here, when everyone will see... Um, that in Mashiach Tzayin Hashem's name and, and, and essence will be one and only one which we're waiting for, we're not there yet and that will raise Hashem's glory that's happening currently by the Malachim the Malachim on a daily basis are able to give Hashem that glory the Malachim on a daily basis pronounce Hashem's oneness the Kedusha the Malachim say on a daily basis Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh the Malachim are constantly able to do this and actualize it on a very high level of reality, but it's happening over there, and on a high level of reality, Hashem's glory is currently being raised daily. But down here, in, in, in the lowest region of existence, the physical world, it's currently far from being actualized, Hashem's glory, because the world down here is far from perfection and can run after all kinds of perceived competitions. Evil is in our midst. Evil is mixed up within us, and we are certainly not purified from evil like the Malachim are. Therefore, Hashem's glory is not raised, not pronounced down here the way it's supposed to be in our current state of Golis. The Malachim, based on their higher level of perfection of existence, Malachim, where they are, which is in a perfect, harmonious place. A place where there is no competition, where Hashem's glory is raised and, and palpable over there. They say, what did the Malachim say? The Malachim, when they praise God, they praise God with the following formula. What's the praise that the Malachim used to praise God with? Those six words. 
Blessed is the name, it's the presence of Kavayt Machusoy, the glory of God's kingdom and kingship forever and ever. Meaning, okay, so now we begin to see the Ramchal is beginning to play his cards. We see what we were building up towards. The purpose of all existence outside of God is for that existence to proclaim God. Kol hanivra l'shmi u'lechvaydi borasiv yatsartiv afa. See if the pasuk says kol hanivra l'shmi. Everything has been that has been created is created l'shmi for Hashem's sake, l'chvaydi, and for Hashem's glory. Yatsartiv afa. See if everything that Hashem has created, formed, and shaped has been made for to give God glory. What does it mean to give God glory? To proclaim with sincerity, with full total kavana, that there is nothing but God. The Malachim, Kol Anivra, everything's created us and the Malachim. The Malachim are doing that constantly, that there's nothing but God, and Hashem's glory is raised over there. Hashem's kingdom and authority is pronounced with total completion, with total, total, uh, an, a total extolment of Hashem's kingship and kingdom is done by the Malachim, and they do that by saying, Baruch Shem Kavoyed Machusoy Liar Lavad, Kavoyed Machusoy. Hashem's glory, Hashem's kingdom is, is um, blessed. Forevermore. Down here we can't say that same praise. We are currently not in a state where we can say that the, that the existence, the presence of Hashem's the glory of His kingdom is blessed forever and ever. No, because it's not like that. Right now we don't see that. Right now we see chaos. We see disaster. We see topsy-turviness down here. So we can't say that the way the Malachim say it. We can think it, we conceive it, but we can't pronounce it because how can you pronounce it? This is all glory of God. This is glorious. This is craziness. We can't pronounce it down here yet because it's not revealed down here yet. Hashem's glory is not being currently raised over here. So what's he alluding to? The fact that Baruch Shem is a high-level praise and high-level recognition of the oneness of God's glory in an open way the Malachim can say it in an open way because they're up there and up there they see it with openness and they call it out. We can understand it, but we don't see it. Therefore, we say Baruch Shem, but we say it quietly. We say it quietly. We say it quietly because we can understand it, but we can't proclaim it because we're proclaiming it. It's like Mezuif Mitoichai. We're proclaiming it to a world that's not ready for it yet. What, Arthur, you had a question? Don't we say that when we make a mistake like this? Say we Beautiful question. Yes, we all say that when we make a mistake. Well, if we have time, we'll say that today. If not, maybe we'll get to that tomorrow. All right. Beautiful question. Um, Ella. So, what does the Gemara uh, tell us? Where was the first time we had heard Baruch Shem Kavod Machus Olelamid? Ramayshe had it about ten blad ago in Maseches Psachim. It was said from Yaakov to his sons. Remember that Gemara? Yeah. His sons came and said Shema Yisrael Shem Elokin Hashem Echad. The Shechina left him and he said back Baruch Shem Kavod Machus Olelamid. The original Baruch Shem was said by Yaakov to his sons. So, what's going on with that? Ella Yaakov Avinu Olav Shalom Zochek Kvar Lezeh Beis Petirasim and Olam Yaakov Avinu is about to die. He's about to be nifter. He called all his sons in to give them this final blessing. He's on his way out. He's approaching the Malachim. He has the clarity that the Malachim have. He's able to see because his existence is transitioning into the existence of Malachim. He's going to where they are. He can say it with, he sees it with clarity. He can therefore say it with sincerity. He can proclaim it. That's why Yaakov Avinu says it because as Yaakov was on a very high level, be on his way out. Surrounded by his sons where he sees Baruch Hashem that he was able to give um, Yiddishkeit over to his sons without any taints, without any, anything getting in the way, and he's on his way to join the Malachim. Yaakov Inu sees it with total clarity. 
And Yaakovinu um, saw that they were crowned with, with proclaiming the oneness of Hashem by they said Shema. And he, the elder one, and he's saying Zaken because he's again approaching the Malachim, he said, We are not holding where Yaakov is holding. We're very much present in this world, and we want to be very much present in this world till 120, active in this world, not, not back down by this world, but here, alive and well. We're here, down here, not with the Malachim. So we can't proclaim it because it, it, that's not the reality that we live in. We can conceive of it, we can understand it, but we can't proclaim it. But since we can understand it, we have a little connection to it. The fact that Yaakov gave it over to us allows us to tap into it a little bit. That's why we say it. We say it silently. We say it quietly. Ah, there's one time of the year that we say it aloud. On Yom Kippur. Zulasi biyom On Yom Kippur, we say it out loud. Why? Oh, beautiful. Raise the level of an angel. And we said the angels say this aloud all the time. Angels exist up there where everything is perfect. Everything is, 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 is harmonious. Once a year, where, where the angels are, where, where Yaakov Inu was, we can say it out loud. Such a beautiful picture he puts together for us over here. Like we um, will explain in the right place with Hashem's help. But this is what we are referring to over here. And this is um, approach to Baruch Shem that allows us to really understand lots and lots of things together. Yes. 30 seconds? Okay, great. Bye. Um, okay. We'll stop over here. Maybe we finish this paragraph. There's a, we packed a lot in. And maybe we'll begin tomorrow with a recap of this. But this is Baruch Shem. There's a lot to digest over here. But if you...